Do you know who this is? No clue. Is it the Jackson 5? Yeah, that's exactly who it is. It's the new Dixie Chick song. And it's awful. Oh my god, it's awesome. What are you talking about? Are you kidding? You don't like this? It's the Dixie Chicks. You're not a raging feminist, so therefore you probably don't like it. I'm just not a fan of theirs in general. I can't believe you don't like this. Why did you think I would like the Dixie Chicks? I don't know. When in the 27 years that we've been together have I ever been, got to play me some Dixie Chicks? I'm glad you like it. Are you, though? I am. I'm just, my days of DJing have completely turned me off of Dixie Chicks because I heard Goodbye Earl about one billion too many times. Well, I like the Dixie Chicks later stuff when they got kind of political. Oh. Aren't they pretty right wing? Yeah, that's exactly what they are. So we can hear the dog. Yep, we can hear the dog in the background. She's not licking her crotch. She's licking, drinking water from a bowl. Yeah, she just about went to a farm this week. And by farm, you mean a bullet in the head? Well, no. no. I just meant got dropped off in a country road somewhere because she made me so angry. What did she do? She peed all over my new rug. And by all over, you mean a size of about a quarter? No, it doesn't matter. Well, I know, but you say all over like she went in there just like piss a fly and it was everywhere. I know, but when you spend seven years looking for a rug and you finally get one and then you're on the phone with me and you're like, gotta go, gotta clean up the dog piss on the rug, it doesn't like suit me well. Especially when I'm already having a crappy day at work. Well, but now that you're not going crazy about it, I will point out that you bought a white rug. Yeah, but I like the way it looks. (laughs) So that's why I wanted it. Okay. And I cleaned it up. You, You cleaned it up to the best of your ability. We'll say that. Fair enough. It's been a week. You got some hair going on there, Jensen. Well, it's, it's my Corona cut. Ugh. I'm you, digging it. You and Colton are both starting to look like Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too when I... My like, new favorite thing after I get out of the shower is to like slick it all straight back. Mm-hmm. And it gets really puffy. And then send me pictures of you. Yep, that with the beard that hasn't been trimmed in yeah. a while. It's a look. It's it's the corona look. It's a no-judgment country right now because no one can get cleaned up. It's a no-judgment country. So, like, people aren't judging other people? Is that what you're... Right, like, you can't judge people for, for having a bad haircut or no haircut or having a shaggy beard because nobody can get in to get it fixed. Oh. Unless you have me. Yeah, let's let's be real. This country is full of judgment and forever will be. I was just implying that oh. people aren't going to judge my bad hair and be like, that guy needs a haircut. They're going to be, that poor guy can't get a haircut. Oh, yeah. 
because I was about to say people are still judging people terribly about how they feel and how they're doing during this which is really sad what was that look for Corey's on his phone so if you wonder why he's not saying anything I was gonna ask you something but then it I was going to see if I had a, something on my phone, but I thought I saved it on my phone, but I didn't. But I was going to ask you a question while we were podcasting. Must have not been real interesting. I'll find it. Anyway, how's your week been? You went to Walmart today, or you attempted to go to Walmart today. I did today. not go to Walmart. You attempted to. I attempted to, which was dumb in the first place because I hate Walmart in general. Like, completely and totally cannot stand walmart and when i got into the parking lot it was full of people like i couldn't believe how many people were at walmart at one o'clock on a friday afternoon not wearing masks and buying tvs that's what i witnessed i'm gonna point out two things second friday of the month middle of the month okay and stimulus checks went out okay yeah people are flocking to walmart this week all, all I needed was, like, you needed shampoo, and we needed, like, three things from the store. So I figured I'll just go to Walmart. Well, that was my first mistake was going there. I remember when I was in Clovis, New Mexico for work. Yeah. And, like, the only thing in that town was a Walmart. And I remember going in there on, like, a Friday afternoon or whatever, and it was just packed like couldn't hardly walk through there was like a black friday and i mentioned it to to one of the guys i was working with the next day and he's like well it's a military town the only thing here's the military base they all got paid yesterday so isn't that the town you want me to move to clovis no oh what's the new mexico town you want to move to well las cruces las cruces it's not that i want you to move there that implies that i don't want to go with you it's like Get your shit and go to Las Cruces. Don't ever come back. <laughs> it's just, I found it to be a nice town. I mean, how I've been this week, I wouldn't blame you if you said <laughs> go to Las Cruces and don't come back because I haven't been a real peach. Oh, you've been wonderful. Oh, you're too sweet, but we both know that's a lie. Too sweet like the NWO. No, oh, man. Always bringing it back to wrestling, aren't you? <laughs> you got the reference. I did not. So I remembered what I was going to ask you. Okay. Um, this kind of goes off tangent of what we were talking about, but if you woke up tomorrow and Which, had, let's hope I do. Well, you will. I mean, and had access to a time machine. Doc Brown was parked in our driveway with a DeLorean, and you had the choice. To go to any year you wanted, what would it be? Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Do you know what year you would go to? I have a era. Like a decade that I, but not like a specific year. Okay. When is yours? I would be interested in the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, I mean, I was alive during it, but I'd want to be, like, in my early 20s, like, 
during the grunge. Well, okay. Or a time when I wasn't alive. Is that what you're? No, but on? I was gonna say, um, you're not. Your age isn't gonna change. You gotta go back to like as your age right now. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to be this age during the grunge time because then I'd just be awkward. Old. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think maybe the 1950s for some reason, like that Mad Men kind of era. Not that I'm anything like any of those women. I was going to say, because you want to wear a skirt and do your hair and keep the house all day? I just kind of like... Have a pot roast ready for me when I come in the door? Yeah, I like the idea of that. Like, I think that's a really sweet idea. And I wish I was a woman who kind of enjoyed doing that, but I hate it. But it would just be interesting to see. What, you don't believe me? I'm just thinking about you being a 50s housewife and... Like, you get pissed if you have to make supper. Yeah, I know. The cooking puts you in the worst mood. I know. But yet, you think that you would survive as a 50s housewife. Yeah, I don't think I would survive. You asked me when I'd want to oh. go back and see. Oh, okay. I'd like to see that. I find that time, like, really interesting. That or maybe to the French Quarter in, like, I don't know, 1900s. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a nice, safe time to be roaming the streets of New Orleans. Oh. <laughs> As about safe as it is right now with the COVID. Well, right now it's harmless. Yeah, so that's when I'd go. Okay. Interesting. Not what you thought I was going to pick? I would have thought you would ju- You would have just said, like, 1985. Why? Because you're, like, a big 80s, like, music and movies. Yes. You like like the John Hughes movies from I do from the eight from you know yeah maybe if I could go back to Chicago in like 1985 if you could be in Chicago on Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah that'd be real cool <laughs> you you have a fascination with Chicago that's strictly based on John Hughes movies strictly based on the movies so when we went to Chicago in 2019 you were expecting Chicago in 1987 and you didn't get anything like what no. you and I also viewed Chicago as the suburbs and we were in downtown Chicago yeah. and it was I mean we went to that museum we saw the Ferris Bueller painting yeah and then we saw a bunch of other art <laughs> if you want to call it that yeah you weren't impressed like you were hell-bent on going to that museum yeah but after about an hour you were like over it yeah I was completely I'm not an art person like I wish I was just like I wish I kind of liked being a 50s housewife. <laughs> like, I can like the idea of things, but not enjoy them myself. That is true. I mean, one of my best friends is really into art. So, what? I'm just letting you talk. So um, You're going to elaborate into a story. And I'm interested when she, like, talks about it, but it's not like, hey, you want to go to a museum? Like... You wanted to go to that museum strictly to see the painting from that they focus on in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Absolutely. You had no interest in the rest of it. Whereas I find like the the mid-century contemporary stuff like interesting. Do I get it all the time? No. Literally, there was a what do they call it? An art. What do they call those art pieces? Like display. I don't know. I, I'm getting a it piece. all. Piece. I don't know. Constellation. Presentation. No. I don't. Anyway, I'm not going to try to describe <laughs> it. But it was literally like a bunch of toys that looked like they were one out of a claw machine that had gone through like a garbage can and then all strung together and then silly string. It looked like something you just pulled out of hoarders. And someone's like, this is art. 
they were pulled out of like Oscar's garbage can. Yes, that's what it looked like. I was impressed by that. That was my favorite piece of the day. Of course it was. Either that or the painting of the man with the giant boner. I don't remember that one. You're a liar. I couldn't pull you away from it. Oh, yeah. Well, and then there was that art piece that all it looked like was like a storage room in a garage. <laughs> with a shop back and a ladder, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm like, I can go to work and... Some extension cords. Yeah, see this. This is not art. What was your favorite thing about the Chicago trip? Was it the meth out waitress that we had at the pizza place? No, it wasn't that. She was tweaking real bad. She was, yeah, she was definitely tweaking. Um, I really, oh, it was not the UFC fight bar you took me to. That was not fun. Okay. I don't know why. I know you said you didn't purposely take me there, but when we walk in and all the girls are wearing, like, booty shorts and their boobs hanging out, and that was just an added bonus. Sure. That was <laughs> real fun. And then there was just UFC stuff all over And the a place. surprise 40th birthday party for somebody in the back. Yeah. If that is my surprise 40th birthday, you're going to be filing I mean, some divorce papers. I mean, it was pouring rain, and all I did, we knew that we wanted to go to Al's or Big Al's or something like that, the... It's just Al's. It's not. That's why right, you called it Big Al's all the time. Kind of yeah. like Big Ed on <laughs> Ninety Day Beyonce. Ninety Day, yeah. Uh, which is another caveat we can get into. But no, so we wanted to get to, to Al's, and so I like just Googled like bars nearby there that had a good beer selection, and took it to that place. And like nothing about the Google review on it said anything about being like a UFC fight bar, douchebag sports bar. It was bad. I've never felt that out of place in my life. Except when we were in Arkansas. I felt really out of place in Arkansas, too. I liked Arkansas. What part about it did you like? Leaving. Oh, yeah, same. Um, I mean, Arkansas wasn't awful. I think there's parts of Arkansas that are okay. How did we end up, like... Where we did? Off the interstate back roads, Arkansas. I have no idea. You were driving. I don't know how that happened. Was that trip one or trip two with the boys? Oh, how many times have we gone? Three? Oh, with the boys we went twice. I think it was... Or did we go three times with them? I don't know. I don't know. We but take the same trip over and over. Well, what I'm trying to remember is that, was that after we did the... When the sun was shining, so that couldn't have been it, because that trip, it rained the whole time. I'm trying to remember if that was the trip when we went to the caves and stuff in Missouri. No, it was the time after that. Because it was after we went through... Um, Kansas City and went to Joe's. So that's why we were way out of the way from what that's we normally do. So we ended up down in, in Arkansas at that gas station that was just sketchy as hell. Yeah. Like you and the boys stayed in the car with the doors locked yeah. while I pumped the gas. And in all of those situations where we have to get gas, I have to pee, and we are in the worst areas possible. That always happens every single time. It's America. That's like mid-America cornfield country you should be embracing it all right you can embrace it i'm not embracing arkansas <laughs> sorry if anyone's listening from arkansas not a fan i don't know the confederate flags and all that that was a little off-putting for me yeah but you have that in like where was i was just somewhere like within the last couple days and i drove by a house that had Confederate flags, one in the yard and then one hanging in the window. And this was in Minnesota. So it's not like it was 
you know, I mean, so I think you have them sort of places everywhere. Still don't Even in it. Las Cruces. Even in Las Cruces. Well, okay then. So you did not enjoy Arkansas. So we started talking about Chicago and ended up on Arkansas. Yeah. That's usually how it goes, right? So I still, I mean, if we get rid of this corona thing, I still want to do the road trip, you and I, this summer, the west, the western swing, as I'm calling it, of the United States. Yeah. You, me, and a tent in the back of the truck. Yeah, that's not happening. I am not going to sleep in a tent. What if we... I work entirely too hard to pretend I'm homeless. I'm not doing it. What if I borrow my friend Adam's RV? Why can't we just stay in a hotel? Well, what fun is that? There's no adventure in that. Oh, yeah. I mean, some hotels aren't the best. (laughs) Okay, nothing above a Super 8 the entire trip. Nothing above a Super 8? Right. Yeah, not going then either. (laughs) All right, we'll go for Motel 6. You have created this monster in me with the hotels, and now I'm... Really picky. Really picky. Ugh. Was that your stomach? <laughs> my stomach was growling. I picked that up through my headphones, so oh. everyone, there was a big spike in, in the uh, levels here on the monitor when that happened, too. Oh, good. So everyone will hear Chrissy's stomach growling. Yeah. So where would you like to go on our West Coast swing? Not even West Coast, but just Western swing. We've gone East, like... We've gone South. We've we haven't gone, gone south. East. Okay. Like... And we've gone kind of west. We've been to Boulder. We're not on a road. Well, we didn't drive home. Yeah. But we did. <laughs> you don't remember the trip. I do remember the trip. <laughs> do you, though? I do. I do. It was, it was fun. I had a great time. From what you remember. Whatever. It was fun. It was a fantastic time. Um... Going back to Chicago, you never did tell me what your favorite thing about Chicago was. You told me that what your favorite thing was not. You told me that your favorite thing was not the UFC bar. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing was that piano bar that we went to, the, what, Reds or something like that? Redheads? Redheads or something, or something. Yeah. yeah. It was a piano bar, not Redheads might give you a different idea of what it was, but it was a piano bar, and I've never been so happy to go in to some place after. You had to take your hat off because you were wearing a hat and you were all paranoid about that. If we were there today with this haircut, I would not be wearing a hat because who would cover up this masterpiece? I would. <laughs> you would. But that was fun because you didn't even have to go up and for the guy playing piano, you could Venmo him money with the name of your song so you didn't even have to get up from your seat. Although we did. We were drinking something crazy, or I was drinking, I forget what he was, they had some weird drink that I was drinking that tasted like fruit punch that could have probably got me in trouble that night if we'd have stayed there much longer than we did. Yeah, I think I was drinking vodka cranberries. That was fun. I enjoyed that trip. I did not enjoy parts of Wisconsin either. I'm very good at pointing out things I don't like, but I have a real hard time pointing out things I do like. I'm disappointed because we saw the tattoo removal sign along the interstate in Wisconsin. Oh, the spray painted. Yeah. Um, like it was just a, it was just a sheet of plywood that they spray painted tattoo removal on a phone number on, and so I've tried to find that, like, the times I've been back that way for work in the last six months, and it's gone. So I don't know if somebody made them take it down or what, but I still want to. Not that I want any of my tattoos removed, I just want to call the number and be like, hey, like, what's the process? And the guy's like, well, like... I heat up a branding iron and stick it on your arm. <laughs> 
I pull up to your house in my van and you get in the back and I pour bleach on you. Well, that'd be fine. <laughs> That's sulfuric acid. Yep. You're like, you wanted it gone. You didn't say how. That is true. Speaking of things you don't like, so there's this list that's going around. Everyone's doing these, like, on Facebook, like, post your cars in order. And uh, that's really bad. Don't do that because people, like, steal your identity with that. I'm paranoid, so don't answer those quizzes. But there is one of those things that I do enjoy that I've seen people post, and it's, like, unpopular opinion. And you're supposed to list things that you don't like that most people do like. Oh, Jesus. Where do you begin? Where do I begin? Oh, I mean, I think it was a list of ten. But, I mean, I could go on for days and days and days and days about the things that a lot of people like that I hate. So what is something that people like that you don't like? Nickelback. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people like Nickelback. Um... I've seen this. And was it broken out by categories, or was it just no, here's it ten just, things that I don't like? That yeah, it was like ten like. things. My unpopular opinion. And I tend to feel like I don't always like flow with the crowd as far as like yeah the popular things. But there's some things that people are like, I don't like this. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot for not liking that. I mean, that's their opinion, but my opinion is that they're an idiot for yeah. not. Um, things that most people like that I don't like. Wow, like I said, Nickelback, Florida Georgia Line. Oh, God, I hate them. Uh, um, They're the worst. You, you know who is worse than Florida Georgia Line? Okay, so I work in a hospital, and they play the same radio station day in, day out. It's The Blend on Sirius XM. There is a group called Dan and Shay. I think that's who it is. It's two guys who sang... And literally, if I saw them Is it on, like Mark and Len? I don't know no. who these people are. But if I saw them on the street, I'd punch them both in the face. I literally cannot hear their music anymore. That would be, like, the worst thing that would ever happen to me would have to be going to one of their concerts. And they do these, like, lovey-dovey, like, songs that I'm sure are geared toward, like, prom or weddings or some girl who's in love with this boy and, you know, she thinks he's going to sing this to him and... That's never going to happen. So it literally makes me mad. Every And there's like three of them on a loop. And it and I think one has Justin Bieber in it, which makes it even worse. What's the name? Dan and Shay. I think they're like pop country, which is shit. Because pop country shouldn't be a genre. You should be country or you should be pop. Ooh, these guys look like tools. Don't they? And I hate like Rascal Flatts too, because I think the lead singer looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh my god, don't. I'm gonna quit if you don't turn this, this is off. catchy. Stop. Whoa! I literally hate it so much. I hate it so much. I think I've heard that song before on the radio, but I don't listen to the radio. Well, I think I've heard it about 35 billion times at this point. Okay, let's be on. Let's. Let's get open and honest here in the Jensen dining room. Is it really that much worse than the Dixie Chick song you played to start the show? 
Yes, it is. What if that disky disky disky? We should start a band and call it the Disco Chicks. Oh, I'm sure that's probably. I'm sure that's like a drag queen name. Cool. Um, anyway, what if that Dixie Chick song with a gaslighter? Yep. Gets played like forty times a day for the next month. Are you not gonna be sick of that tune? No, I'll probably be sick of it too. I mean, that's the thing is that there's been lots of good songs that have come out. I think I like the Dixie Chick song because Dixie Chicks haven't come out with new music in a long, long time. Like, the last song they came out with was that I'm Not Ready to Make Nice, which was, like, their big F you to everyone being pissed because they didn't like George Bush. Yeah, and then... And that song is probably one of my favorite songs. And then they're quiet for 10 years or 8 years while Obama's in office. And then now that Trump is around, they... This is about this lady's divorce. Oh. Like, if you listen to it. However, I do... When I heard it the first time, I did hear some rumblings in there that I thought were... <clears throat> rather politically driven, but that's my opinion. What are you looking up? I'm looking up something that I was going to talk to you about. Should I start naming off things that other that people like that I don't? Sure, let me hear it. Okay, essential oils. They're a joke. Yeah, they're dumb. They're really dumb. I mean, seriously, you're not going to vaccinate your kid, but you're going to dump them in peppermint oil and that's going to cure, cure the coronavirus? However, Give me a fucking break. you have to rub the peppermint oil on your big toe in a counterclockwise motion on the third Sunday of the month when the moon is full in order for it to work. Well, that makes sense. Right? Exactly. Because, you know, vaccines were invented for a reason, you know? You don't hear people dying of polio that often, do you? Well, no, because they use their essential oils. <laughs> well, that's right. And I mean, I get when people diffuse it. I mean, people burn candles. It makes them feel better. However, if I have a migraine and someone's like, you should put a lavender mask on. It's like, lady, never had a migraine because the last thing you want is, like, to put something that smells right over your face. Right, yeah, I can see that as someone that, like, I've never experienced a migraine, but, like, seeing the way you suffer with them, and, like, Colton seems to deal with them a little bit. Um, yeah, I could imagine, like, if I have a headache, like, here, you're like, smell this. Here, let me put this lavender right in your face. Yeah, it would make the headache worse. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Okay. Something that a lot of people like that I don't like, hockey. I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, I don't know. I just don't get it. More power to you, but I tried watching hockey once. I think it was an Olympic gold medal game. I think we lost to Can the United States lost to Canada. I still didn't care. Maybe we beat Canada, and I still didn't care. Was there a movie? But, caveat... Mighty Ducks. Eh, take it or leave it. No, that's a classic. That is also in the John Hughes era of movies, although it is not a John Hughes movie. However, Emilio Estevez is in that movie, and he's also in a lot of John Hughes movies. Bringing it back. Here's So, Mighty Ducks is in that, at least for me, and I think it's common for a lot of people, I think there's a range for things that you might have been... So, like, for me, I feel like I was just a tad too old for Mighty to Ducks. truly appreciate Mighty Ducks. That's probably true. Because I think I was, like, 7th, 8th grade. So right. So you would have been 10th, I think, yeah, like, 11th. I think that there's a range, like, from, like, 16 to 18 where, like, to me, I remember music from that era because yeah. I was, like, small-town America in my car constantly driving around doing nothing. Doing nothing. You know, smoking more breads and... You know, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, right? So, and so, 
I didn't watch a lot of movies. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So, I just, and there's movies that, from that era that I'm a little familiar with because maybe, like, my younger brother or younger sister might have watched them. Yeah. But I was never, like, into them. Yeah. If that makes sense. My turn. Sure. Bachelorette parties. I effing hate them. I'm sorry. Everyone that I've ever gone to, I have been faking it. I did not have a good time. That's why I drank too much, because I didn't want to be there. So, if you're my friend and you're getting married anytime soon, invite me. I'll probably go, but I'm not going to have a good time. Do we honestly, at this point in our lives, have any friends or family that are going to be getting married that we would be going to a bachelor party? I mean... Or bachelorette party? There could be people having a second marriage. Okay, if you have a bachelorette party for a sec or a bachelor party for a second marriage, don't invite me. <laughs> to the bachelor party or to the wedding? To the bachelor party. Okay. All right. Well, we put that out there. I mean, seriously. Um, I have a brother who's not married yet. Well, I understand. You'd have to go to that one. But that's not his second marriage. Yeah. That'd be his first. Right. And I feel like if you're, I mean... He, he's not inviting us. We're old at this point. He's right. like, I mean, he's, I'm not going to invite my... He's, what, 10 years younger than you? Yes, 10 years so younger than me. So he's 27. Oh, no. Yeah, that's exactly... No, he he's 23. Oh, what 23. Anyway, so he's 10 years younger than you. So first of all, he's going to think that we're not cool enough to invite to anything. Yeah. Second of all, I feel like one... Like, let's say... I, I think he's got like a four-year window to where he can still have a bachelor party that himself? if he were to get married that wasn't that was like wild and crazy i think once you hit like a certain age it's got to be me and the closest friends are going to vegas oh. you know it's got to be something a little better than we're gonna go bounce around minneapolis and hit the strip clubs yeah you know what i mean yeah i can see that however his bachelor party i might want to go to i might make a lot of friends well i guess i wasn't talking about him in particular i'm just saying yeah. in like that certain like, I feel like if you were 35 and, and throwing a bachelor party like that, you know, we're not all... Who was the guy from Southern Charm? Jax. Didn't he have, like, a pretty crazy bachelor party? And he's, like, 40? That wasn't Southern Charm. That was Vanderpump Rules. So, oh. Yeah. And okay. they, they drink constantly anyway. Right. I mean, so, I mean, now you, it's expected. When you told me that the, that the one guy on that show was, like, 40... Yeah. He turned 40 this year. Right. Like, that's crazy. Because, like, everyone else on the show was, like, in their 20s, right? Oh, God, no. They're all, like, early to mid-30s. There is just so much plastic surgery going on in that show that you can't tell the difference. And now on Vanderpump, they're trying to, like, bring in new people, like, fresh meat, because all these people... They're trying to phase them out. So all these people on Vanderpump Rules, if anyone cares and is listening, it started as a spinoff of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump owned a restaurant called Sur. S-U-R. It stands for... Sexy, unique restaurant. And she had this brigade of attractive people working there. And all these people are sleeping together. Yeah, she turned me down, or I turned her down when she was, like, looking for her sexy young people to work at her sexy young restaurant. She called me up, and she's like, Chloe, can you come work at my restaurant? And that's the weirdest <laughs> accent ever. But... I was about to say, if that is your English accent, <laughs> you need to not put that on your resume if you're trying to get a job. But she, so yeah, so she called me up and I'm like, look, Lisa, I'd love to, but I live in Sanborn and the commute would just be too much. We 
way to bring it back to you. <laughs> anyway, go on about your uh, the spinoff. Yeah. So it was a spinoff of Beverly Hills Housewives, and then now now Vanderpump is like the biggest show, except this year it's kind of trash. Um, on Bravo. Why is it trash this year? Because all the people don't work at the restaurant anymore. Like they've all gotten too big for their britches. So now they're all like buying these look-alike houses in like Valley Village, California. Valley Village. So did Jax move to like? Isn't his wife from like? She's from Kentucky. So did they move to Kentucky? No. That would be a show I would watch. They did a spinoff of them going to Kentucky, and like they put him out in all these like bad situations where he's like on the farm and has to milk a cow and wrestle a pig and you know go really to like staged stuff. Yes, really staged. Like her father though was like. Uh, minister at a church, so of course, you know, Jax is the scum of the earth. I mean, rock bottom. He's my favorite on the show. He's trash. But that's what makes for good TV. It is, but he's like a narcissist, psychopath, like, he doesn't know the truth from a lie. He thinks he's just, I hate him. But his real name isn't Jax. His real name is Jason. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Mind blown. Yeah. Wow, that was a rant. Yeah, so how did we even get on that tangent? I have no idea. So is it my turn to list something that I hate that other people love? Bachelorette parties. That's, yeah, that's how we right. got there. You named bachelorette parties. Um, things that I hate that other people love would be... I'm trying to think of something that's like not music related. Not like it's easy for me to be like, I hate Applebee's. There, that's my one this time. I hate Applebee's. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I know. And it's not even that I hate Applebee's. To me, like, so with Applebee's, we spent a lot of our 20s going to Applebee's like every single Friday night. Like, that was our. Like, Friday came, we got a paycheck, we went to, we'd spend $40 on Applebee's, we'd buy groceries, and we'd come home. Like, that was our, so, I mean, yeah. If you like Applebee's and their endless apps and their dollar marks, good on so you. So, Applebee's reminds you of being poor. Kind of. I mean, and not that people who go to Applebee's are poor, but at a time in our life when we were doing that, we thought Applebee's was like a splurge. Right, yeah. So we affiliate it with a bad memory as opposed to some people are like, I just really like their margs. So. Sure, yep. Tim likes the Mott Sticks. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> My turn? Your turn. The Bachelor. I know women, like, go nuts over The Bachelor, but if that was a real-life scenario, they'd be effing pissed. Like, all these women vying for one man, and then he's sleeping with all of them. And, and really, realistically, he could move to Utah and marry all of them. Right? Exactly. Then you could be on the Sister Wives Just show. Just be, be like Cody. Be like Cody with a Y, not Cody with an I. Cody with an I on Flora Bama Shore. Kodai. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Kodai. Yeah, Megan knows who Kodai is. Kodai. Floribama Shore. Crazy. That's a good one. I love that one. What? Okay. If you had to pick just one reality show to watch for the rest of your life. Wait, let me finish. 
all the rest of them are going to go away. Okay. But for the rest of time, this is going to be, but they're going to follow these people, not like just seven or eight seasons until they get sick of it, but they're going to follow these people for the rest of their lives until their deathbed. Yeah. So like if you picked, what was it, Vanderpump Rules, and then Jax, would, you'd like get to see Jax on his deathbed. You're like asking me to like pick between a favorite child at this point. Okay, give me three. I'll give you three. Ugh, okay. Southern Charm, New Orleans. I know, it's a sleeper. No one knows about it. Okay. But I love New Orleans, so if that is the backdrop of it, I'll watch these people. Um, probably... Ugh, 90 Day Fiance. But it has to be the same people all the time. Is it before the 90 Days or the actual 90 Day Fiance? I mean, I'm loving me so. I, I hate to say it, but I love before the 90 days this this like this season, like with Big Ed. They could do an entire reality show, a series focused on just Big Ed and his adventures, and I would be it would be a point of watching television. Why are you? Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Because that is what you would be doing. Really? You would be going on a Big Ed adventure. Oh. Like I think like he had an Instagram live and he was dressed as like Nacho Libre. Is, so is he just like embracing the bit? You think? I don't know. Like, I am so disgusted by him that I just... I'm intrigued by him. I am not. I think he's... I'll say it again. Trash. Like, I just... I don't find him appealing. I... Like, when they first... Like, on the first show with him, they kind of... Port- he's a photographer, too, by the way. So, they portrayed him, like, taking all these pictures of beautiful women, and these women love him because he's so, um, you know, just, like... Charming and innocent Charming sort of thing. and innocent, and you don't think, you know. But then he seduces this 18-year-old Filipino woman, and, you know, you completely missed the thing where he was like, yeah, I want you to take an STD test before anything else happens to you. Well, that's a little weird. Right? Granted. But isn't there something to say about the 18-year-old Filipino girl that is like, isn't there any speculation oh, no. that she is using him purely... For a green card to get to the United States? The premises of 90 Day Fiance is you are trying to figure out if these people are using the Americans to get a green card. Right. Because so, so you have to be like... I mean, there has never been... Obviously, this is the first season that I've been like really interested in because Big Ed is an amazing human being. I think we'll get a, my next tattoo might be a portrait of Big Ed. Um, anyway. The... Like, everybody on that show, as far as, like, from the... The Americans on that show, yeah, like none of them are like fantastic, overaccomplished human beings. No, they're all like not. scraping by. Well, Darcy, the one with the inflated lips, and um, you know she's got a lot of plastic surgery. Like her eyebrows look like complete and total triangles when she's crying. Is she the one that had the really young Italian or European boyfriend on the yes. last season, the blonde guy? Yes. Okay. She. <laughs> She has a clothing line with her sister. Oh, kind of like Steve Hoffman had a clothing line? She has a clothing line with her sister, and it's just... I don't know how well the (laughs) clothing line is doing, but, I mean, I think she has some money. I am really taken aback by that comment. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Um, And then... There's a woman on there called Yolanda, and she's being catfished. 
Don't worry, he's too engulfed in his own life to listen to this, so we're fine. You can keep going. Anyway, so Yolanda's being catfished. Yolanda is being catfished by Williams. Williams? Williams, yes. There okay. is a S at the end of his name, um, which is weird. Um, so that's a whole thing. Then there's baby girl Lisa. From Dog the Bounty Hunter? No. However, I, I will add that I am a huge Dog the Bounty Hunter fan, and I forever now associate Hawaii with ice. And I don't mean what you put in the drink. Right. <laughs> anyway. Why are you on the ice? Yeah. Anyway. I'm so sad Beth is dead. Right. Um, do you think Joe Exotic and Doug the Bounty Hunter are related? I mean. In spirit. In spirit. Like they're spirit animals. Right. Tigers. Dog. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, there's baby girl Lisa, who is probably a late... 50s. She might be in early 50s, but she is just a broke down early 50s. Wrote hard, put away wet. Yeah, that I was trying to think of that saying, but yeah, she is just she's broke down, and she is in love with a um, I I don't know the African country they're from or he's from, but he is a superstar over there. Oh, the rapper guy. The rapper guy. Yes, he, I saw yeah. that because like she was in his music video, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Right. Well, no, he was going to make, I don't know, did they put out a music Or he was going to make, I don't know, I saw one episode where, like, she was in the club when they were debuting the video. Okay, so this is the preference on Baby Girl Lisa and Usman. So. Baby Girl Lisa. Can I start calling you Baby Girl Chrissy? No, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> anyway, so. That's going to be the name of this episode, Baby Girl Chrissy. So Usman wrote a song for Baby Girl Lisa, and they decided they are going to make a music video. And like I said, Baby girl Lisa is broke down, like just a mess, like a complete and total mess. And Usman is a very attractive, thirty-year-old man, and he well, was like it seemed to be a successful like music career. Yeah, and they did a music video, and they of course like hired a model or you know some sort of actress to portray baby girl Lisa in the video. In the video, and she lost her shit. She was like. You can't be doing this because that's disrespectful to me. And the funny thing is, is, like, all the people who know Usman, like, troll Lisa. Like, they are just like, you're an idiot. Like, you are so dumb. And they wanted to, like, change the video. And the producer's like, if we change the entire video, I don't want to have any part of it at this point. So, and now Usman and baby girl Lisa went to go buy a goat for Usman's mother as a sign. Of like, I saw that episode this week, and I didn't realize those were the same people. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, because then he went and told his mom, like, that he wanted to marry baby girl Lisa, and the mom was like, nope, yeah, can't do it. Yeah, and she put on a purple cape and just kind of shashayed yeah. out of the room. It's like, that's got to be bad. Anytime someone puts on a cape and then leaves the room. Right. Like, that's what we should start doing in our house. Like, if I say something and you're mad at me, you just, if you put on the purple cape and walk out of the room, I know that I just pissed you off. Yeah, well... I mean, it's not hard to tell when I'm pissed off. I know, but a purple cape would be kind of cool. It'd be a little more dramatic. Right. Like theatrical. Right. And I could, like, squish it and be like... Whoosh, as you saunter out of the room. Yeah. Twirl out of the room and be like, I'm pissed. You... How are we picking up Joe in his bedroom? I didn't hear that. I did. Well, you know, it's video game time. As opposed to what other time it is. I don't know. He did some homework today. 
Well, they better both be getting F and A's at this point. I agree. I agree. Cole was a little disappointed by the fact that uh, it sounds like there's a possibility that the fall semester is also going to be online learning. Yeah, that's going to be bad for everyone. Yeah. We can get them an income-based apartment. <laughs> uh, can we send Joe to live with them, too? Absolutely. We'll get a two-bedroom unit. Sure. Sounds good. Uh, do you have anything else that you hate that other people love? I said The Bachelor. You said The Bachelor. Bachelorette parties. Essential oils. Oh, this is, this is going to piss a lot of people off. But I hate Christmas. You hate, like, the family gatherings and stuff? No, I just hate Christmas in general. I like, I don't hate the reason behind Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the pomp and circumstance of Christmas. And the expectation of going to, like, 47 places. Yes. It makes me incredibly angry and anxious and annoyed. And I and everyone's like, you don't like Christmas? I'm like, nope, not at all. It makes me... What are you looking at? I'm watching the neighbor. I think he's cooking meth. Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. No, I... Like, he's wearing a bright orange sweatshirt, so when he walked by the window, it caught my attention. Like, oh, what's that? Yeah. It's a deer hunter. I don't know. People give me crap all the time about me not liking Christmas and saying I'm a Grinch and a Scrooge. And I don't care. I don't like it. It's like, what's the difference if I get together with you on the 25th of December or the 17th of July? I would much rather celebrate Christmas in July. Yeah, the weather's nice. Right. Are we doing that with your dad this summer? Weather provider or Corona provided? I don't know if it's like Christmas, but we're getting together right, with yeah. him at the end of July. Because this year for Christmas, we went to New Orleans and Florida, and it was the best Christmas ever. We went to the beach. I didn't have to cook anything. There were no gifts. It was just fun and wonderful, and I liked everything about it, and easy. It's the way a holiday should be. You're exactly right. That's exactly how it should be. But my parents are divorced, and your parents are divorced, so therefore... That creates big issues. I don't even know if it causes issues. It just causes... Yes, it does. Everyone's feelings get hurt. Because you can't be everywhere at the... No, we got it. Anyway, Christmas gets to be a lot because we've got so many places to go all the time and you can't tell anybody no. You feel like you can't tell anybody no. Oh, I can tell people no. But... Yeah, it's hard to right. tell people no, I guess. Why did you roll your eyes at me? Because I did. Oh. So, what are you drinking that you drank the whole can of? Yeah, I had a can of beer. That's also a growler. Crowler. Crowler. 24.5 ounces, so it's the equivalent of two beers. Uh, this is from Stacked Deck Brewing. This is their new hazy IPA. This is Nihilist. 5.4% uh, alcohol by volume, 34 AB, or IBUs. Uh, this was canned back on 410, so it's pretty dang fresh. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. It's really good. I really like it. I told you before we started recording that Stack Deck is quickly becoming my favorite brewery, not just based on the fact that how good they've treated us as far as the podcast and supporting us and 
whatnot. But uh, like their beer has just been super. I love their can designs with like all of their can designs are like based off of like pop culture, eighties and nineties references. So they have the the weekend at Larry's. Oh, like so it's like weekend at Bernie's kind of right. Thing. Um, they've got a Snake Pilsen, so that's like Escape from New York with uh, Kurt Russell. It was like an 80s movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've got a new line of beers out that just is launching today that is based on the Sabotage music video. <gasps> from the Beastie Boys? Right, right. Oh, that's um, good. And like this is the Nihilist. That's based off of uh, Big Lebowski. Like, the can design, like, when you buy it in the, like, obviously I have the crawler, so there's no can design on it, but, the like, the actual can design, like, if you buy the, the distribution four-pack is based off of the Big Lebowski. The rug really ties the room together. The rug really tied the room together, dude. So, like, that whole aspect, and plus the fact that their beers have been really, really good. Can I try it? Sure. Have, have really um, made them... I mean, it, right now for me. Oh my gosh, that's really good. Yeah. For, so right now for me, it's between them and Fair State as my two favorite breweries. What? What about Urban South? I meant as like Minnesota breweries. Okay. As long as we're clear, that I, our favorite brewery I mean, is yes, Urban South. I love Urban South, but the fact that I can only get beer from them like once a year. Twice a year. Still. And even so, I'll even say it, they're doing some weird things lately that, like, have kind of gone away from the charm that they had, like, a year or two years ago. Taproom-wise, they're still the bomb. Um, Thebomb.com. I can hear you rustling that paper towel. Sorry. Um, But, yeah. So, But as far as, like, beers that I can get on a regular basis, it's Stack Deck and Fair State are 1A and 1B. Okay. Makes sense. Yep. And if anyone's wondering what I'm drinking, I'm drinking um, Josh Sellers Chardonnay. The same one that you were drinking last uh, Monday. Monday. We did this. We did twice in the one week now. I know. I think we're getting bored. And then I also go to work and I think about things I want to bitch about, and then I'm like, (laughs) We should do this on a podcast. Someone else wants to. I think we're doing. I think we're doing a podcast with the like the normal Pilsner podcast crew, crew over the weekend here. So. So you'll get back to normal. Should get back to normal. We were going to do one on Wednesday night, but my work schedule got in the way. So, um, I had a person that I listen or that I work with come up to me, and I don't think she usually listens to yours, but since I, you know, posted this on my Facebook right. page, and she's like, "Hey, I listened to the podcast. It was really good." And I said, "Yeah, my husband likes to hear his own voice." And <laughs> She said, well, I like to hear your voice. I would just listen to you. I'm like, oh, that was nice. Oh, well, that's why I'll let you talk more. I'll let you. Like you're a 50s housewife, I'll let you talk more. I mean, bring it all back, I guess. Bring it all back, bring it all back to have you. Sorry, that's a song. No, actually, it's Take It All Back, sorry. What song is that? That is a song by, um, it's, uh, the, al- I can even, the album name is Folk Hop and Roll, Folk Hop, Folk Hop, 
and roll. Yeah. Uh, Judah and the Lion. Oh, yep. Uh, fantastic group. They actually, so they got the one guy in that band. I think he's like the lead singer, but when he like, so I, obviously by folk, hop, and roll, it's a real mixture of like folk music, hip hop, and rock all on one album and, and sometimes in between the same songs. But their lead singer, when he raps, he sounds like Eminem. So like the first time I heard, you thought it was, I'm like, is this something Eminem is doing? Like this is weird, but obviously wasn't. That's my story. Oh, good one. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so usually on my way to work in the mornings, cause I have an hour commute. Um, I listen to Sirius radio and I listen to radio Andy, which is a spinoff of, um, Bravo basically. So yeah, my life is completely Bravo esque. But there is Jeff Lewis. He has a radio show, and he used to have a TV show on Bravo called Flipping Out, where he is just a neurotic interior designer, house flipper, and he can be as sweet as can be, and then all of a sudden, like, one thing will piss him off, and he flips. And for some reason, I, I feel like he's my spirit animal. Like, he can be completely fine. Is he the dude with, like, the really bad lips? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um... Because this morning he was talking about, like, last night he had it in his head that he was going to get a full eight hours of sleep. So he was going to be in bed at 1030. Well, he went to set his alarms, and there something was off with the alarms. Like, someone had opened a window and not told him that a window was open. So he had to go around the house and find the window that was open. So he didn't get to bed till 1040, and he went off about how it pissed him off. And, I, and he goes, I was overreacting, and I shouldn't be doing that. And I thought... I would do the exact same thing. And he goes, I didn't get a good night's sleep. Yes. You will. I'll come to bed. So I don't think it's any secret in our household that you like to go to bed at as early as 7, as late as 8. Yes. Like somewhere in that 7 o'clock hour, you're normally going to bed. And by going to bed, I go upstairs and kind of decompress. I'm not necessarily, I read. Like last night I was reading. Right, right. So, but then I'll typically come up anywhere between 10 and 10.30. Mm -hmm. And it never fails. You will ask me, did you check the fire alarm or the smoke alarm before you came to bed? Every night. And I don't know about other people, but I don't see checking the smoke alarm to make sure the battery, like that's not a daily. So this is the thing. Like you aren't putting it all in context. So our smoke alarm in our kitchen is very close to our oven, our stove. So, like, even the littlest amount of heat will set it off. So then while you're cooking, because I don't cook, you will go and not turn the button off, but you will pull the battery right. out of the smoke detector. So, therefore... But I will say, that is the one smoke detector that's, like, six feet from the stove. We've got, like, seven other ones throughout the house. I know. But you're concerned that that one will not go off... The other ones will, but you're afraid that you won't hear that one. Absolutely. Right. I'm not... I, I don't think you're crazy. Well, you know, I've been in therapy, too, and she she told me I'm not crazy. She goes, you're a little OCD, but you're not A little bit. Hey, crazy. you mentioned Sirius XM Radio. Yes. And can we just talk about what happened in the Sirius XM studio this week? I was mortified. Corey, when you sent me that link... And I watched that. I was completely disgusted. So one of yours and mine's favorite bands is both Nirvana. 
Yeah, well, it's like one and two. It's like Foo Fighters, Nirvana. That's not completely true, but we both appreciate Nirvana. For me. Yeah, we both appreciate Nirvana. And so this week in the SiriusXM studios, uh, Puddle of Mud was doing an acoustic set, very similar to like the MTV Unplugged deal, which is to me the MTV Unplugged version of About a Girl was better than the album version. It's quintessential Nirvana when you think of that. And so Puddle of Mud, good old Wes, who if we remember was arrested in Renville County just 30 miles from us. Let me say, like, when you sent me that, like, I was completely busy at work and I wanted to say, that dude's out of jail? I thought he was arrested for, like... You thought he was still sitting in Olivia? I thought he was still sitting in Olivia. In the Renville County Jail? How is this happening? Let's let's give this a whirl for... And if you can, like, go and watch it because the facial expressions are, like... Like the guitar started, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a good cover. Anybody in the band to be like, yeah, yeah, Wes, you sound good. That's a good. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. That was something they did impromptu, and you could see like in his face, like he got like two lines into that, and he was like, oh shit. Like, and I've been there, like as like the karaoke DJ. Sometimes you're like, oh, I can sing this song, and you get up there and you get like a line into the song, and you're like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, you, however, are not um, someone who is known for singing. <laughs> is this guy known for singing though? I mean, his I mean, biggest hit is called "She Fucking Hates Me." But at the same time, like, I guess I'd rather, like, have the internet footage of him getting arrested in Renville than that going. And he looks like he's, like, constipated like that, when he's singing, too. Like, he like looks if, like he cannot pass his stool. If they, <laughs> that if, is what his face looks if like. If they played the dash cam footage of him getting arrested, it probably sounded better than that. Than that. Yeah, it was bad. And then it just upset me because it's, like, a Nirvana like and not right not just a nirvana song but like one of the best nirvana songs yeah i mean for those of you that are unfamiliar this is like what it should sound like listen to those drums overrated and actually this is off the 1989 bleach album so this is not this dave roll playing Shut up! It is too. Not on Bleach in 1989. That's not Dave Grohl playing drums. You tricked me. I tricked you. <laughs> you tricked me. I'm sneaky. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Um, do you remember where you were when Kurt Cobain died? No. Oh. Do you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I was at my friend Lisa Griffin's house, oh. and it came on MTV News with Kurt Loder. I mean, yeah, I remember the news break and stuff, but... I mean, to me, I mean, to me, that's a big deal because I was a fan, but it wasn't like, like, for whatever reason, I don't like remember like exactly where I was at the time. I imagine that I was probably in my living room watching MTV like I did every day after school. It was, yeah, it was weird. I remember like being really, really sad, really sad. 
high school because that's like i mean i don't want to compare it to like when people were like where were you when jfk died but it's the only thing that right i can relate when Elvis to died and, yeah i don't know i wasn't i wasn't alive, alive either but like so was that 93 uh, was it 94 last year was the 25th so then it would be 93 i think it was 93 i'm almost if positive. last year was the 25th it was 94 94 Man. plus 25 is, you know, that was So, yeah, then it was 94. And that, you know, that kind of falls in that same, like, Mighty Ducks range for me. 94, April 5th of 94, where I was, like, probably not at home sitting and watching MTV. So I probably heard about it on the radio yeah. or heard it secondhand from a friend or something, you know, not necessarily, like, sitting at home when Kurt Loder came on the news. And, oh. I mean, I've seen that clip a hundred times, and maybe that's why in my, what do they call that where you miss you remember something that isn't actually accurate because you've been so in tune to think that's the way it was? Oh, I don't know what that's called. But there's a term for it. Yeah, sure. But I know that it's so ingrained in your memory of something else right. that you... No, I... Um, like I said, me and Lisa Griffin... Um, Is she related to Eddie? Oh my gosh, I think her dad's name might have been Ed. But not like that, Not Eddie. the comedian? Not the comedian, no. Um, but... Me, he died at the beginning of Armageddon anyway, R.I.P. Uh, she and I, she was one of my bestest, bestest friends. And the only thing that I can say bad about Lisa is she had a dog that hated me. It was a poodle, and its name was Fifi. And me and Fifi did not, did not get along. Did not get along. But we would stay up late and watch MTV and Beavis and Butthead, and it was, it was, yeah. And she bought me the Nine Inch Nails. CD because my mom refused to buy it for me because of the explicit language and I was like oh my god this is the best I was such a grunge kid even and then I moved here and then I'm like and now I live in a cornfield what the hell is this shit I remember when we moved to town and my grandma was like there's a park a block away it's like I'm 14 what the hell am I gonna do at soldier and sailors park <laughs> then I later figured out there were things to do at that park However, it didn't include the playground equipment. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, Mrs. Jensen, we've got an hour and two minutes into this, and uh, we got to make the boys some pizza burgers. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's what you're having for supper. I love pizza burgers. I'm not eating. You'll eat. No, I'm not. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Yep, thanks. Chrissy hates things that other people love. So do I. Uh, and That's why we're so good together. That's right. Check us out. We'll probably do this again next week. And uh, thanks. Thank you.